Please open your booklets to page two. Let us begin with a daily offering. With the trust and simplicity of a small child, I give myself to you today, O Lord Jesus, my Master. I leave you a complete freedom in directing my soul. Guide me along the paths you wish. I won't question them. <clears throat> I will follow you trustingly. Your merciful heart can do all things. I bow down before you, O bread of angels, with deep faith, hope, and love. And from the depths of my soul, I worship you though I am but nothingness. I bow down before you, O hidden God, and love you with all my heart. The veils of mystery hinder me not at all. I love you as you your chosen ones in heaven. I bow down before you, O Lamb of God, who take away the sins of my soul, whom I receive into my heart each morn, you who are my saving help. O oh, blessed host, in golden chalice enclosed for me, that through the vast wilderness of exile I may pass, pure, immaculate, undefiled. O oh, grant that through the power of your love this might come to be. O oh, blessed host, take up your dwelling within my soul. O thou, my heart's purest love, with your brilliance the darkness dispel. Refuse not your grace to a humble heart. <clears throat> o blessed host, enchantment of all heaven, though your beauty be veiled and captured in a crumb of bread, strong faith tears away that veil. Hail, most merciful heart of Jesus, living fountain of all graces, 
our soul's shelter, our only refuge. In you I have the light of hope. Hail, most compassionate heart of my God, unfathomable living fount of love, from which gushes life for sinful man and the spring of all sweetness. Hail, open wound of the most sacred heart, from which the rays of mercy issued forth, and from which it was given us to draw life with the vessel of trust alone. Hail, God's goodness incomprehensible, never to be measured or fathomed, full of love and mercy, though always holy, yet like a good mother ever bent o'er us. The next prayer is one that St. Faustina composed, expressing her highest desire <clears throat> to be completely transformed into the Lord's mercy and to be his living reflection. For us, it can serve as an examination of conscience, how far we are from that perfection which God wants us, of us when he said, be perfect as your Father is perfect, be merciful as your Father is merciful. But it's not to condemn us. It is to help us want to progress, to want to be recognized as children of God, as exercising that divine nature which is his. And when he gave himself the name to Moses, the Lord, the Lord, the merciful and compassionate one, forgiving unto the thousand generation. He wants his children to be just like him. And that's what will make us holy as God is holy and perfect as God is perfect. It's a hard way. Gilbert Keith Chesterton did, <clears throat> defined mercy as loving the unlovable and pardoning the unpardonable. And that's what God is always at work doing. It is only the evil one who is constantly before the throne of God accusing us of every tiny thing and exaggerating it to the utmost, wanting us to be condemned with him in his rebellion. <clears throat> it is Jesus alone who is before that throne with his mother and the saints, ever interceding for us, ever pardoning, ever coaxing us on to rise from our falls, to accept his grace and to continue to the road of perfection. It is not an impossible thing because God commands us to be merciful. And therefore, he cannot command anything that is impossible. And it is in him and being accepted, knowing that we are accepted by the Father in Jesus who redeemed us, that we will have the courage to overcome the difficulties of our sinful lives and be able to reach the goal here expressed. <clears throat> Let us then at least make the attempt with St. Faustina to ask the Lord to give us the grace to grow in the highest measure of mercy. O most holy trinity, 
As many times as I breathe, as many times as my heart beats, as many times as my blood pulsates through my body, so many thousand times do I want to glorify your mercy. I want to be completely transformed into your mercy and to be your living reflection, O Lord. May the greatest of all divine attributes, that of your unfathomable mercy, pass through my heart and soul to my neighbor. Help me, O Lord, that my eyes may be merciful, so that I may never suspect or judge from appearances, but look for what is beautiful in my neighbor's souls and come to their rescue. Help me that my ears may be merciful, so that I may give heed to my neighbor's needs and not to be indifferent to their pains and moanings. Help me, O Lord, that my tongue may be merciful, so that I should never speak negatively of my neighbor, but have a word of comfort and forgiveness for all. Help me, O Lord, that my hands may be merciful and filled with good deeds, so that I may do only good to my neighbors and take upon myself the more difficult and toilsome tasks. Help me that my feet may be merciful, so that I may hurry to assist my neighbor, overcoming my own fatigue and weariness. My true rest is in the service of my neighbor. <clears throat> Help me, O Lord, that my heart may be merciful, so that I myself may feel all the sufferings of my neighbor. I will refuse my heart to no one. I will be sincere, even with those who I know will abuse my kindness. And I will lock myself up in my most merciful heart of Jesus. I will bear my own suffering in silence. May your mercy, O Lord, rest upon me. You yourself command me to exercise the three degrees of mercy, the first the act of mercy, of whatever kind, the second the word of mercy. If I cannot carry out a work of mercy, I will assist in mere words. The third prayer, if I cannot show mercy by deeds or words, I can always do so by prayer. My prayer reaches out even there where I cannot reach out physically. O oh my Jesus, transform me into yourself, for you can do all things. If there is anything that draws God's graces upon us, it is our thankfulness. <clears throat> Last Sunday we heard in the Holy Gospel of ten lepers being healed, but only one coming back. How it hurt the heart of Jesus that only one did, because the others lost out on a tremendous grace, not recognizing the great good that was done to them, and that in thanking the Lord, they would increase that great miracle that the Lord performed in them, for then they would be able to know his greater love. And so let us pray, thank you, O God, for all the grace which unceasingly you lavish upon me, graces which enlighten me with the brilliance of the sun, for by them you show me the sure way. 
Thank you, O Lord, for creating me, for calling me into being from nothingness, for imprinting your divinity on my soul, the work of sheer merciful love. Thank you, O God, for holy baptism, which engrafted me into your family, a gift great beyond all thought or expression, which transforms my soul. Thank you, O Lord, for holy confession, for that inexhaustible spring of great mercy, for that inconceivable fountain of graces, in which sin-stained souls become purified. Thank you, O Jesus, for holy communion, in which you give us yourself. I feel your heart beating within my breast as you cause your divine life to unfold within me. Thank you, O Holy Spirit, the sacrament of confirmation, which dubs me your knight and gives strength to my soul at each moment, protecting me from evil. Thank you, O Lord, for the sacrament of anointing, which in my final moments will give me strength, my help in battle, my God to salvation, fortifying my soul till we rejoice forever. Thank you, O God, for all the inspirations that your goodness lavishes upon me, for the interior lights given my soul, which the heart senses but words cannot express. Thank you, O Holy Trinity, for the vastness of the graces which you have lavished on me unceasingly through life. My gratitude will intensify as the eternal dawn rises, when for the first time I sing to your glory. <clears throat> Our Lord taught St. Faustina a little prayer, which he further condensed and asked that it be connected with the image of him as the divine mercy. Jesus, I trust in you. The whole prayer is the one there at the bottom of page 9. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us, I trust in you. When we first translated that prayer into other languages, people were complaining that we didn't know our grammar. We addressed O blood and water, but the last you, I trust in you, was singular. And yet that is exactly how Jesus taught the prayer in Polish. In, order, in other words, the part of blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us refers to his person as divine mercy in the flesh, who offered himself unblemished through the eternal spirit of the Heavenly Father. And as he entered through his passion and his obedience through the parted curtain which was his torn flesh, and offered his life to the Heavenly Father to be handed down to us by the Holy Spirit. He is the one worthy of trust, for he brings us in himself right into the presence of the Father. In the Old Testament, only the great high priest once a year with the blood of atonement could enter the Holy of Holies into the presence of God, present there in a special way. But in, once the curtain was parted at the death of Christ, we all have, as the epistle to the Hebrews points out, the accorded right to come at all times into the presence of the Father. But we always come through Jesus. 
Jesus said he has no retinue around him. He has no guards to keep us away. And we can always come in trust. And he wants us to come, especially when we sense that we have offended him and we know our loss. He says, don't waste a moment. Come back into my enfolding arms. You cost me too much. I cannot offer you condemnation, but only help you to rise again and come to the fullness of life. And so he told Faustina that for whatever sinner she would say that prayer, he would offer the grace of conversion. I believe the Lord in his goodness will extend that to us when with deep desire to save souls, we unite with him and offer that prayer for someone we know that needs it. And so let us repeat it. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus, as a fount of mercy for us, I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus, as a fount of mercy for us, I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus, as a fount of mercy for us, I trust in you. On the next page, we have the Chaplet of the Divine Mercy, the great prayer that Jesus taught St. Faustina. You will notice that the first prayer of each decade is identical with the one, practically identical with the one that the Angel of Peace in Portugal taught the children who received the visions of Our Lady of Fatima. The Church had a problem with that prayer, particularly with the part that we offer to God the divinity of his dearly beloved son. The theologians wondered, how can we offer divinity <clears throat> to God himself? And it is only when we realize, as Father Van Hua, a great Jesuit Bible scholar who had written his thesis on the Epistle to the Hebrews, points out to us that it was through his obedience going through his passion and death that Jesus' human nature, which he assumed with us was transformed and made divine. And so it is his divinized human nature that we offer to God. And we are able to offer it because Jesus, becoming our great high priest by that act of sacrifice of himself for us, has united us, united himself with our sin, expiated it, and united us to his satisfaction. That means the atonement, the removal of the impediment to union with the Father. And in this way, we share his priesthood. And as the epistle to the Hebrews points out, we are able to offer spiritual sacrifices, that is, the fruit of our lips for the salvation of souls. And that is our prayers in union with Jesus. And so let us now stir up our intentions especially the ones dearest to the Lord, that we pray for the conversion of sinners. And also that we recite this prayer, placing ourselves at the bedside of all those who this moment, this hour, this day, are going to pass from this world to the next. Our Lord promises that when the dying person says this prayer, or those others say it for them when they can't, he will stand between the dying person and his heavenly father, not as the just judge, but as the merciful savior. And so let us also remember all those who are sick and suffering in any way, all those who are imprisoned, 
all those who are suffering persecution for the Lord's name in so many places around the globe and for every other need that we have because the Lord wants to pour out graces and gifts far beyond anything that we can imagine. And we just tell the Lord, I want everything that you know I need in order to grow in your life and to be one with you in the Holy Trinity with all the angels, our Blessed Mother, and the saints. And the Holy Father has blessed the practice of reciting the chaplet during exposition of the Blessed Sacrament, offering it for the dying and the sick, his very, very special apostolic blessing, which he signed with his own name, with his own hand. At the National Shrine of the Divine Mercy, we envelop the chaplet in a little service with opening and closing prayers. And so we can do that here too. You expired, Jesus, but the source of life gushed forth for souls, and the ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. O fount of life, unfathomable divine mercy, envelop the whole world and empty yourself out upon us. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us, I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us, I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us, I trust in you. I should remind you also that our Lord said that priests will teach sinners this prayer as the last saving hope and that any sinner, even if it be the greatest, if he would recite this prayer, this chapter, only once would receive grace from his merciful Lord. And also he promised that whatever we ask, by virtue of his passion in the recitation also of this chaplet, he will grant us if what we ask for is compatible with his will. Only what is sinful is not compatible. So the Lord is giving us a carte blanche. All he needs is that we believe his word and truly act upon it with the proper intentions. And he is obliged to hear that prayer and answer it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail, Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all the kingdom of Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, and born of the Virgin Mary, he suffered in Pontius Pilate, was crucified and died in his burial. He descended to the dead on the third day he rose again. He ascended to the 
Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the
sick of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For Oh, 
For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the sake of his sorrowful passion, 
God. 
is endless, and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible. Look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us, that in difficult moments we might not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Amen. After the Holy Father had consecrated the International Shrine of the Divine Mercy in Poland and there entrusted the world to the Divine Mercy, the leaders of the Church there decided that everywhere they will celebrate devotions in honor of Jesus, the Divine Mercy, they will repeat that act of entrustment. And so let us do it now, joining them in that act. God, merciful Father, God, merciful Father, in your Son, Jesus Christ, in your Son, Jesus Christ you, have revealed your love you have revealed your love and poured it out upon us, and poured it out upon us in, the Holy in the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. The Comforter. We, entrust to you today we entrust to you today the destiny of the world and of every man and woman. And of every man and woman. Bend, down to us Bend down to us sinners. Heal our weakness. Conquer all evil. And grant that all the peoples of the earth may experience your mercy. In you, the triune God, May they ever find the source of hope. Eternal Father, by the passion and resurrection of your Son, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Amen. Jesus, God and Lord of all, 
You gave us the Eucharist as the memorial of your suffering and death. May our worship of this sacrament of your body and blood help us to experience the salvation you won for us and the peace of the kingdom where you live with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Together the divine praises. Blessed be God. Blessed be his holy name. Blessed be Jesus Christ. At this time, I will bless you with the relic of St. Faustina, and those who wish to come forward to venerate it are welcome to do so. St. Maria Faustina, you told us that your mission would continue after your death and that you would not forget us. Our Lord also granted you a great privilege, telling you to distribute graces as you will, to whom you will, and when you will. Relying on this, I ask your intercession for the graces I need, especially these. Help me, above all, to trust in Jesus as you did, and thus to glorify his mercy every moment of my life. Amen. 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 